Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Today on the show, we'll talk to the new executive director of the Bosque Museum, a guitar artist that uses precision to craft acoustic instruments and a recent rabies case in Bosque County. We've got your local arrest report, sports, and other news around the county. You're listening to the Bosque County Blast. For our lead story today, we'll talk to Aaron Shields, recently appointed executive director of the Bosque Museum. My name is Aaron Shields, and I am the new executive director over at Bosque Museum. So what's her background in museum studies and work like? For the past 10 years, I've been at the Texas Discovery Gardens up in Dallas. So they're a public garden with a museum, but their curation and their collection is all butterflies. So a little bit different than here, but I spent my previous career in children's education, which is something I really believe is really, really important to all museums, regardless of their content. I'm renting a little house with some land, and I'm, I'm super excited. I spent almost the whole weekend out there um, digging up garden beds and planting flowers. Awesome. Much better soil here than in Dallas, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The museum has some big plans with the ongoing Horn Shelter exhibit update with the goal of making everything more interactive. So for the 50th anniversary of the Horn Shelter exhibit, we're redoing it. Um, So we're right in the middle of it all, tiles going in, everything's happening, dust is flying. Um, So we're not open for the month of October, but the second that we get that new exhibit in there and ready to go, we'll reopen. So ideally that last week of October, but no later than early November. And here's the approach that Erin wants to take during her tenure based on previous experience. I love how connected to the community the Bosque Museum is. Um, I really feel that the Bosque Museum is a really important part of this community, um, and I want to extend that to children. I think young people can learn just as much as old people can, and history is really exciting and engaging. And that new Horn Shelter exhibit is the perfect entree into teaching children about what resources we have here in Bosque County. We're going to be ramping up our programming offerings um, and our education opportunities for everybody. Learning is always good. The more you learn, like the more you want to learn, it's like a slippery slope. We refer to our social media, Bosque Museum. I think we're at Bosque Museum on all platforms. We'll be posting all the fun content there, and as soon as we reopen, that's where we'll post it first. Thanks, Erin, and we look forward to the museum updates. Hello listeners, this is Steve Conrad at Clifton Feed and Service. We're your local ag and home retail store, conveniently located in downtown Clifton. Our business has been serving Clifton and Bosque County for 52 years, specializing in animal nutrition, lawn and garden supply, hardware, and a host of other items that support the quality of life that we enjoy here in Bosque County. We offer leading edge products from Purina, Red Chain, Science Dye, Gallagher, Bayer, Pertolone, Prefert, and many other national brands. One of our core values is trust. Working in our industry for more than five decades has given us a deep understanding of animal nutrition and health, common sense solutions, and a full understanding of the problems that our customers face. You can trust us to offer proven products and the knowledge that goes along with them. We challenge you to bring your problems through our front door and we will find an answer. Follow us on the Bosque County Blast as we discuss new topics each week. We are here to help. More than anything, thank you for your friendship. 
and we look forward to seeing each of you at Clifton Feet. Stop by at 203 East 5th Street in Clifton and give at Clifton Feet a like on Facebook for videos and more. To the news desk. Meridian Public Library wanted to remind residents to call ahead of the weekend for anyone wanting books, DVDs, or audiobooks. The number is 254-435-9100. Early voting across Texas starts today. To find out where your polling location is, we encourage you to visit bosquecounty.us forward slash elections. If you need further assistance, call the office directly at 254-435-6650. The City of Meridian confirmed an active case of rabies in a feral cat found outside city limits. Here is City Administrator Marie Garland to tell us more. It was a stray cat. In that situation, we dispatched the Meridian Police Department and the Public Works and they located the cat, which did exhibit abnormal behaviors. We want to share the following tips. We want you to be sure to vaccinate your dogs and cats. Be sure that your vaccinations are up to date. Restrain your pets. Do not allow them to roam. There is a leash law in Meridian. Avoid contact with wild animals and with dogs and cats that you do not know. She also gives advice on how to prevent and recognize rabies in an animal. Disorientation, staggering, increased vocalization, aggressiveness. The animal was sent to Austin for testing and was found to be positive for rabies by the Texas Department of State Health Services zoonosis control. And do not touch sick or injured animals. Please report sick or injured animals to the city of Meridian. This weekend, two tragic stories played out. One involved a family in a structure fire and the other was a terrible crash that occurred on Highway 6 between Clifton and Meridian. Both involved fatalities. We want to express our deepest condolences to all involved. We'll have more on this later in the episode. Blues and Burgers Part 2, originally scheduled this week, has been canceled. The Bosque Arts Center announced that it will continue in 2021. Get ready for the annual Fall Bark Rummage Sale that will take place this weekend at the Clifton Civic Center, Friday and Saturday. They're seeking donations of sellable items which people can drop off from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Civic Center this week. If you need to arrange another time, contact Whitney at 254-675-7712. Most items are acceptable, however, they're not able to take clothes or electronics. Once you've browsed the goods over at the Bark Cell, be sure and go across the street for the Funky Flea Outdoor Vendor event being held at Market at the Mill in downtown Clifton. It looks to be a great weekend for stopping and shopping local around town. Now is the time to get your plants in the ground and ready for fall. Go by Clifton Feed and Service Center for a variety of fall herbs and flowers that will keep color in your yard through the cooler months. We went to Uncle Gus Marina and Resort to talk about a local event coming up in October. Get ready for music, merchandise, and more, all to support their choice for president. Here's Chris Vaughn to talk about some of the fun that's planned. The gates will open at 1. We have bands that are going to be playing throughout the day. The bands probably will start around 2 o'clock. We have the Teague Brothers that will be playing. We have T.J. Broskoff and Southern Satellite, mm -hmm. Truck Stop Gamblers, 
Love those boys. Yeah. They're good. They're a good band. Of course, Lee Greenwood will be the final entertainer. We also are anticipating a live firework show. Right now, I'm lining up my speakers, my dignitaries. One of them confirmed is Mr. Sid Miller, who is the Texas Agricultural Commissioner. She feels the election is monumental and tried to have the event earlier this year, but then COVID-19 struck and caused the event to be canceled. I am here because I have come into Uncle Gus's Marina and Resort to hold an official Trump rally with Lee Greenwood. About two years ago, I decided I was gonna hold America for Trump rallies. Uh -huh. I titled it, I became very emotionally attached to it and had secured three for election year, which is this year. Then February, COVID came, we went. Yeah. <laughs> so COVID came and my America for tours were just uh, stopped, mm -hmm. basically. I decided a month ago that I, I wasn't going to adhere to any of that anymore and I was moving forward. And she spoke about the headline act, of course, Lee Greenwood. At the end of the, the show and Lee Greenwood gets on and sings his songs and obviously the most patriotic song, God Bless the USA. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like every individual is going to have their hand on their heart looking up at the American flag, singing along, and it'll be an event they'll never forget. We talked to Judy Boston about the recent patriotic parade that was held in Clifton. A total of 26 vehicles turned out, including a golf cart and a classic cherry red truck. We heard from Boston after the parade. Well, gosh, I liked a lot of them. I thought, were, I thought some of the cars were really good. I loved the little red truck. The old oh, truck. yes, the old truck. Yes. Oh, but anything else uh, you want to say about the event? Well, uh, I, just, I was just very impressed with the number of people that showed up and how hard they worked to decorate. So the cars proceeded through town and traffic stopped without anyone to signal them. The other thing that impressed me greatly was that people in town let us go through. Yeah. You know, they stopped. Yeah, and there wasn't anybody directed. I saw no, that, actually. I know. Nobody, we, you know, we didn't have any keeping the intersections closed for us or anything, so we just assumed we'd have to stop. And I just was very surprised yes. that people kept stopping. Clifton Police Chief Trace Hendricks led the parade, and cars stopped for the entire line to pass. Tickets for the Clifton Lions Club annual fundraiser Pancake Supper went on sale recently. Visit at Clifton Lions Club on Facebook for more information. The meal is planned from 5 to 7 p.m. at the Clifton Civic Center Thursday, November 19th. This year, the celebration is takeout only. Bark held its annual dog costume contest and pumpkin patch last Saturday. Owners and dogs entered the contest for the categories of cutest costume, funniest costume, and most creative. Ski with Bart. All right, and, and Trace Hendricks. All right, what were you doing here today? I come to judge the, the dogs. There were a few that were real close. It was kind of hard to decide between a couple of them, yes. So we definitely want to create a community event for animal lovers to come and bring their dogs. We had a costume contest today, and... We had Cynthia Davis, Trace Hendricks, and Dr. Khaki come and be our three judges, and we had a great turnout. I believe we had 13 applicants. I believe it was right. Hard. The costumes were very creative. They were very funny. They were very cute. We talked to some of the owners there, including Alan White. He had his German Shepherd there and spends lots of time with dogs for a living. Alan White. I am a dog trainer. I'm director of operations with Whitehaven Canine out of Waco. We've done basic obedient classes out here before and we're attempting to do another one starting the first week of November. 
It will be a Monday and Thursday from 11 to 12 in the mornings, and that will go for three weeks. If anyone's interested, they can go to Bark's website and sign up on there. I've been training dogs for 13 years, uh, started in the military. Been doing it in the civilian world for about two years now. How are you training them in the military? Well, I was training them as bomb explosive dog detection dogs there and I was a handler for 11 years. I only found the bombs, I didn't play with them. <laughs> He's trained many dogs in explosive detection in addition to health problems in humans. Now he primarily deals with obedience. Ziva is actually my personal service dog. Uh, when I got her, she was trained to help with anxiety and panic in crowds. But since then, she has been trained to detect changes in my blood sugar. And she has actually saved my life twice, picking up on dropping blood sugar before I knew it. So, That's she's a pretty wild. special girl. Yeah, it's a jailbird today. She's been in doggy jail today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, thank you. Sure. All in all, the event was a blast, drawing laughs and awes from those watching. Greater Valley Mills Chamber of Commerce requests that anyone wanting to get rid of unused Christmas lights should drop them off at the painted bunting across from First National Bank. The Chamber is collecting the lights for an extra special Christmas in the Park event this year. Talk to Leah Blanton about Pet-tober at Clifton Feed and Service and what that means for the public. Okay, so we're going to have Pet-tober this whole month of October. You can bring your pet in. We'll have a photo prop booth that you can bring your pet dressed up in a costume. We don't supply the costumes, but you can dress your pet up, bring it in. You can take a picture with your pet or your pet alone, and we will post it on the Clifton Feed and Service Facebook page. We'll have a contest on whoever gets the most likes will win a grand prize of whatever species the pet is. So those that pose their pets on the hay bales are invited to send in pictures of the photo shoot to at Clifton Feed and Service on Facebook. Expect to see your pet on their page with a winner and prizes to be awarded at the end as well. The event continues through Halloween in front of the store. Stop by at 203 East 5th Street in Clifton and give at Clifton Feed a like on Facebook for videos and more. We spoke to John Edwards of the Meridian Volunteer Fire Department. The City of Meridian just approved a loan to the Meridian VFD to purchase a now vacant lot that is up for sale. Yes, there's been a lot available for about a year across from the fire department on Bateman Street. It's been about three years since we renovated our building on the original site. We didn't grow any. Still could use a lot of room for our training. And So what will it be used for? be great for people responding to calls to park. be great for training. I mean, we can do almost all of our training right across the street. The fire department just didn't have the funds to purchase it out right. Therefore, we went to the city, talked to them, and they were willing to loan us a little bit of money. And, and it is going to be 100% owned by the fire department. For the most part, I mean, we can do all kinds of stuff on that lot, from practicing vehicle extrication with the jaws to simulating some fire and, you know, spraying water. He thanked the city here. 
you know, it's just a space that is right across the street from the fire department and is ideal for us to use. And it's just been a blessing that, you know, through the city and a little bit of time for us to acquire it. And it looks like it may happen. Meridian, Clifton, and Valley Mills Fire Department also responded to a fully engulfed structure fire this weekend. It was reported just after midnight. Edwards explains. We had a structure fire. I think it came in straight up midnight. A couple of nights back, it was fully involved. From just the pager going off and me stepping out my back door on Main, where I live, to get my vehicle and respond to the station, I could see it glowing on the mountaintop of 22 back over there. There was reports of, of people in it, so we immediately uh, suppressed as much of the fire as we could to start a recovery slash search. We were there for quite a few hours. We had uh, multiple tankers responding from Valley, as far as Valley Mills. Um, Lifton brought their tanker. We used a ton of water to try to suppress that fire. Of course, it was full-size, normal, uh, single-story dwelling that was fully involved, so it was big. And it had two vehicle fires and grass fires. He also spoke about the recent motorcycle crash on State Highway 6 earlier that same day. It was on our borderline with Clifton. Six-plus motorcycle vehicle. There was one fatality and a double care fly out of that. So it was a, it was a major event, shut down Highway 6. Maria did have a crew on standby just in case. Thank you, John. And... Our hearts go out to all those involved. Folks, I want to take a minute and talk about a little gem that sits on the shores of Lake Whitney. In case you haven't been in a while, there have been a lot of great changes happening at Uncle Gus Marine and Resort, and it is beautiful as ever. The on-site restaurant, The Galley Grill, is gathering quite the following, all on its own. If you happen to be around Friday and Saturday, the Kona Ice Truck is there all day. The resort has its own boat club and annual memberships with unlimited access to rental boats. The marina also has boat slips available for lease. As always, the crappie dock is ready for anglers to land the next big one. Last year, a cove full of boats and people lining the shores came out to see a huge fireworks display. This year, Uncle Gus's second annual 4th of July fireworks extravaganza starts at dark. This show will light up the sky and everyone is welcome to attend. For more information, give them a call at 254-622-2276. And hey, if you want to keep up with current events, give them a like on Facebook. Look up hashtag the place to be on Lake Whitney on social media for more. Check out the Bait Shack, the only live bait shop on the water. The lake is full of fish, ready to be caught. Moving to your local arrest report. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a 38-year-old Granbury man Friday, October 2nd. Jason Nichols was charged with evading arrest detention with previous convictions. Bosque County authorities detained a 38-year-old man Monday, October 5th. Robert Jones was charged with obstruction or retaliation. Law enforcement agents with the Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a 28-year-old McGregor man Monday, October 5th. George Jones was charged with assault against a family or household member impeding breath or circulation. 
The Clifton Police Department detained a 23-year-old Clifton man Tuesday, October 6. Guillermo Villapando was charged with driving while license invalid with previous convictions or suspensions. We talked to Meridian head football coach Wade Morton about how the Yellow Jackets packed the sting in a match against the Ranger Bulldogs. Kids played great. They played the way they were supposed to do. They were disciplined, did what was needed to be done. Moving on to cross planes this week, so we're looking forward to it. We had six different guys carry the ball for us Friday night, so everybody got in the mix as far as running the ball. Dylan Poole, he rushed for about 150 yards. And Tegan Smith rushed for about 125. And Brady Taylor, around 100. We got a lot of young kids that got to play the second half, got to pull our starters, just getting ready for a big game this week versus Cross Plains. So the Jackets won 62-0 in this one, and they're 1-1 one one in district play. Here's what the next match against the Cross Plains Buffalo looks like. They went about three rounds deep last year. They're they're really young last year, so they got a pretty talented little squad. They're pretty good this year again as well. They got everybody back, kind of like us. As far as athleticism, I think we match up with them pretty well. It's going to be a good game Friday. We're looking forward to it. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. at Yellow Jacket Stadium. Thanks, Coach, and we'll see you there. Taking a look at the scoreboard across Bosque County last weekend. Meridian swarmed the Ranger Bulldogs 62-zip. The Valley Mills Eagles came close against the Rio Vista Eagles with a loss 33-41. Walnut Springs overtook Cranfield's gap, final score 50-18. Plan your workcation at the Screen Door Inn. But first, what is a workcation? My vision of a workcation is you doing whatever business you are in, the fact that you are able to do it in a different location. For a quaint bed and breakfast, the Screen Door Inn is located in historic downtown Clifton. Comfort and convenience are combined for elevated rustic charm in a century-old building. Private rooms are available with fully connected work areas, each with a unique twist on Bosque County and Texas history. Enjoy a taste from the Corner Drug Cafe for breakfast and head to Olaf's for some live music and dinner across the street. Or take a break from work. Visit Lake Whitney, the Bosque River, and Meridian State Park. For downtown shopping, visit the Bosque Emporium or the Clifton Antique Mall and so much more. Visit at Screen Door Inn on Facebook or stop by ScreenDoorInn.com for more of what this gem has to offer. For our final story today, we recently had the pleasure of meeting a local luthier and his wife who contribute a great deal to the music scene across Bosque County. Here's Glenn Quarles. Well, I build uh, custom acoustic guitars here in Bosque County. Yeah, retired Air Force pilot, so I've, I've been doing the guitar thing for uh, three or four years. Doing it now for about three years. Nice. Yeah, but I've been I've been doing you know woodworking stuff my whole life, so all of the woodworking part of it is really very familiar mm-hmm. for me. It's just the guitar technical stuff that's that's three years old. Very technical. It's very detailed. You know, I, I measure uh, most things down to you know thousands of an inch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I spend most of my day walking around with a set of dial calipers, you know, measuring things. Right. I found a really good school, guitar building school in Michigan. Very blessed to find these guys. Very high-end school. All all the materials that they provide are, are just top quality. And here's some fellow musicians trying out one of his guitars. Yeah, that makes the sound. Yeah. Yeah. 
as a luthier, precision is key in what Quarles does. Of course, the fret spacing uh, is you know hypercritical. That's yeah. something measured down to the you know third decimal place, um, you know thousandths of an inch kind of thing. In terms of like, well, that dictates frequency depending on where you're pressing it. Now you know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That, that's exactly it. And so every one of these has to be in the perfect spot. Um, so so the CNC is very handy. I can design a fretboard. In this case. Um, this is for this baritone guitar, so this is for a 28 and a half inch scale length. Uh -huh. Normally, I build a 25 and a half inch scale length guitar. Yeah. And here's a Texas twist that he incorporates into making his guitars. I had knew that there were a couple people that had built mesquite guitars in the past, but I couldn't find anybody that actually advertised or, or talked about it. Mm -hmm. That's been my favorite wood for many, many years. All my furniture I build and stuff is out of mesquite. Uh -huh. So I'm going to build my guitars out of mesquite. It's like the way it looks. So many people think that, that only the wood dictates what their guitar is going to sound like. Mm -hmm. okay. And it's kind of the case with production guitars, even the really good ones, because all of those things are made in factories, mm -hmm. right? And all the pieces of the wood are kept to the same mm -hmm. size, yeah. and they're all glued together the same way. And when they come out the end of the assembly line, it sounds like it sounds, and, mm -hmm. and that's all there is to it. There's no change in it. Yeah. Well, for me, I take each individual piece of wood, and, and I, I cut it to size or to thickness uh -huh. or whatever I'm doing to make it a specific thing that I want. So yeah. Sometimes I do it to a stiffness. I actually bend the wood, and I measure how much it bends under a certain load. Sound explanation. Thanks, Glenn, and check out GQGuitars.com for more of his work. And as a reminder, the Bosque County Farmer's Market continues at Meridian Park. There's also been talk of a Saturday morning song circle at the amphitheater. The public is encouraged to attend and bring acoustic instruments to join in. Acoustic only, no drums. And that's it for the Bosque County Blast. Join us again next Tuesday for your News Blast podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and more. And we've got some videos coming out later. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Thank you for listening.